Have you ever told someone something and quickly say, Hey, don't shoot the messenger? Well, today we're going to consider a biblical question akin to that statement. And that's coming up today on the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Greetings to all of you. We are honored that you have chosen to be with us today for our studies from the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. We are a broadcast of the Churches of Christ and thankful to the West Fayetteville, Tennessee Church of Christ for the elders and their oversight of this program. As of this broadcast, friends, we've been on the air almost 90 years. Somewhere each week we have brought forth the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast, and we continue to do so, and we're thankful that you have chosen to join us. We always pause and thank our Jay Webb, our announcer, as you'll hear him throughout our broadcast and as he introduces and closes our broadcast. We're thankful to Jay and his good work. Well, friends, as I said in the opening, so you have uttered the words after a tough message to someone, oh, don't shoot the messenger. Well, listen to the words of the Apostle Paul. Have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Now, isn't that similar? You know, this question comes from Galatians 4, verse 16, wherein the Apostle Paul was defending his love for the Galatian brethren. And there were some issues within that book of Galatians. Their departure from the faith, chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. They even questioned Paul's authority as an apostle, chapter 2. Their desire to depart and return back to the law of Moses that Christ had addressed and had nailed it to the cross. Galatians 3:22 and following. With all that Paul has dealt with, he comes to chapter 4 and he brings forth that question, Have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? You know, as Christ walked on this earth, he asked this question in John 8 and verse 40. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. Or in other words, you would not question Abraham. Why do you question me? Folks, let's think about the importance of truth. In John eighteen thirty-seven and 38, Jesus said, For this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Every one that is of the truth heareth my voice. Well, Pilate said unto him, What is truth? It's interesting that Pilate could not see truth. Truth in the New Testament, we find it 109 times. 22 times in the book of John alone. Now, every book except Philemon, Jude, and Revelation has the word truth in it. But Philemon communicated his faith, Philemon 6. Well, his faith is based upon truth of which he obeyed God. Jude, in Jude 3, pled that we contend for the faith which was once delivered, the truth. And Revelation presents Christ, who is the truth. Revelation 1 through 3, and John 14 and verse 6. And Revelation presents Him as the Almighty Christ. Therefore, friends, 
Truth is present in every book because the Bible is the book, the volume of truth. So, listeners and friends, truth is not our enemy. And the conveyor of truth should never be our enemy. Let's consider today a couple of reasons why truth is not our enemy. But first, a few words from our J-Web about our friends at HouseToHouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com, and please request a free copy of House to House Heart to Heart. May this be of aid in your studies. Dear friends, truth is not our enemy because it exposes the father of sin. It lets us know who our enemy truly is. Listen to John eight forty four through 46 Jesus said, You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you truth, you do not believe me? Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? You see, Jesus, once again in John 8, brings forth You know, am I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? He is speaking about who the true enemy is, and that is Satan. Now, Satan will do anything to deceive us and think that Christ is not truth. But let's think about two descriptions right off the bat, if you will, here in John 8.44. Satan is called the devil, the old devil, a murderer and a liar. Now, friends, nobody wants to associate with a murderer because the murderer could turn on you. Nobody wants to associate with a liar because if he lies for you, he may lie against you. I remember several years ago, been quite a few years now, that I was in secular work, and sometimes I would be asked to do something that would violate my company's policy. And I would kindly look at the customer and say, I cannot do that. That is not our policy, and keep this in mind. If I will cheat for you, I may very well cheat against you. And I never had further discussion. Friends, a murderer and a liar, we cannot deal with them. That's a description of Satan the devil. He's called the tempter in Matthew 4, 1 through 3. He's called the old deceiver in Revelation 20 and verse 10, or the one that deceives And then I find this phrase in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4. He's called the God of this age. Now, the word God there is in the lowercase g. Listen to 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4. But even if our gospel is veiled or hidden, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. You see how the God of this age, O Satan, the devil, will blind the minds of them who do not believe. He's keeping the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ away from them. 
Now that reflects perfectly with Jesus' parable of the sower and the seed in Luke 8 and verse 12, or sometimes it's called the parable of the souls. When he says in verse 12, Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Satan has a lot of power over people. And Satan will keep one from truth. He will do everything in his power to do so. But you see, truth is not our enemy because it exposes the father of sin. We see Satan for who he is. And God says, I have a better plan. That brings us to our second part. Truth is not our enemy because truth makes us free from sin. We're free from Satan's clutches. Romans 6, verses 17 and 18. But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin. But you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. Truth, righteousness. John 8.32, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In John 14 and verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. The gospel is called the truth. Ephesians 1 verse 13, Colossians 1 and verse 5. And in 1 Timothy 2 and verse 4, Jesus would have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Paul affirmed to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians 4.21 and the church at Rome in Romans 8 and verse 1 that the truth is in Jesus. Dear friends, the truth will make us free from sin. And within the truth, Jesus says, that is truth. He is truth. So what he says is truth. If you do not believe that I am He, you will die in your sins, John 8, 24. So I need to believe in Christ. To confess Him, as He states in Matthew 10, 32 and 33. To repent of my sins, Luke 13, verses 3 and 5. To be baptized based upon my faith in Christ. To be saved, Mark 16, 16. And Matthew 28, verse 20. You see, friends, then we're able to walk in truth as He is in truth, in the light as He is in the light, 1 John 1, 7. How thankful we are that we can see that truth is not our enemy because it makes us free from sin and it exposes the father of sin, Satan himself. Dear friends, we always are thankful to come to you in a brief study through our broadcast here. And we've encouraged so many, and throughout uh, the last several months especially, we find about a request a day for study material. People love to know more about the Word of God. And we have a free Bible study course available by mail. And our J-Web will give you those details that I'll come back and wrap up our program for today. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. 
We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. So, dear friends, the question, Have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Dear friends, I hope I'm not. And may we not become your enemy because of the truth, for the truth, well, it's not our enemy. We'll continue our studies together another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,